Uh, I don't know what my um, pitch is. I don't know what. Lollipop, yeah, I'm not lollipop, a. Lollipop, am I a soprano? Lollipop. Am I a lollipop. Tony? Am I a AJ? Am I a meadow soprano? Am I, what soprano am I? You're a meadow for sure. Am I? <laughs> we'll, we'll start it on that note. We'll start no, it. That's not. I don't like that. Start on that note. Oh, I get it. Oh, yeah. You're, yeah. Don't make me sing. Or we should start. I was about to say, we officially have one hour till I have to be out the door, so. One hour till Donnie's out the door, so let's get it going. Golden Gods and Goddesses, welcome to Rum, Ham, and Wild Cards. <laughs> this is it. This is... The one you've all been waiting for. This is The Nightman Cometh is what we're reviewing today uh-huh. here on the podcast. Uh, we got a very great episode review for you guys coming up here. But first, let's introduce the co-host. Adam is here with me. Hey, everyone. We got Donnie with us. What's up, y'all? And the dish of the day today is... Elmenthal cheese. What kind of cheese? Come again? It's like Elmenthal. Is it's that a, a brand or a type? No, menthol's a type of cigarette, type. you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> menthol cheese, I like it. Menthol cheese, cool. Uh, so the dish today <laughs> is menthol cheese today. Uh, he's our anonymous Mickey. co-host. The four of us, <laughs> the four of us today together, we're talking about the Nightman Cometh, which is the season four finale of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, best TV show of all time, and arguably to a lot of fans, by and large, this episode that we're talking about today is the best of all episodes. It peaks here. It only gets worse from here. How true is that? We're going to find out. In the first half of this podcast, we're going to talk about this episode generally, say what we liked, what we didn't like. And on the second half of this podcast, we are going to put our arguments on a scale of one to 10, uh, duke it out, sing our hearts out, and see uh, what kind of stage freeze uh, will lead to this episode being on the list of lists. Don't say it. Just do it. You don't have to say it. Don't oh, stay stage freeze. Just, so when I stage freeze, <clears throat> almost at it. Oh, fuck. don't say it, dude. Okay, so uh, God, yeah, was right. <laughs> the list of lists is where you can find all the episodes we reviewed so far on one list. Check out our subreddit r always sunny pod and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at always sunny pod. Go to solo.to to uh, find all the places to listen to us, subscribe to us, and follow us. For more, it's always sunny in Philadelphia talk. Let's get into this today. No time for shout outs because we are crunched for time and there's a lot to talk about in this episode. So let's just start out. The Nightman Cometh, like I said, by and large, by a lot of fans, is considered to be the best episode of It's Always Sunny. But uh, what's it about? This episode premiered uh, November 20th, 2008, directed by Matt Shankman, who we've seen do, uh, I want to say, like a good majority of episodes now. Uh, this episode was written by Charlie, Glenn, and Rob. And we, we all know what this episode is about. is where Charlie writes the musical The Nightman Cometh, which is, unbeknownst to him, of course, a play on uh, The Iceman Cometh, mm-hmm. which is a real-life play about a bunch of alcoholics that hang out in a bar. Sound familiar? Mm. So everyone automatically uh, accuses Charlie for writing a musical for ulterior motives. I wrote a musical. It's pretty damn good. Okay, I want to put it on. Right. What's your angle? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, who's, whose what? face are we shoving this you musical You shove in? a musical in someone's face. What are you talking about? Wait, but who versus? Who are we doing it versus? Oh, my God. Are you guys going to make this about this? I mean, look, I just wrote a musical to write a musical, okay? I don't have an ulterior motive here. I'm not trying to screw anyone or, or gain anything out of it. You know what? If you guys don't want to be in it, I can find other people to play your parts. Oh! Oh, 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 hang on there, pal. Hang on, hang on. We're just yeah. trying to wrap our heads around this. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason to give away our parts, all right? Yeah. All right. No, we'll do it. What's it called? The Nightman Cometh. 
course, this turns out to be true. We get some very interesting musical numbers in this episode. You gotta pay the troll toll. If you wanna get into that boy's hole, you gotta pay the troll toll to get in. You want the baby boy's hole, you gotta pay the troll toll. You gotta pay the troll toll to get in. Troll toll. What you say? Troll toll. And there's a lot to love and possibly a lot to hate, depending on who you ask. So let's get into this. Let's talk about it. The Nightman Cometh. Uh, it starts out starts out with Charlie traipsing into the into the bar, singing about other musical stuff. Uh, what do you guys think of the setup for this episode? You know, I like I like Charlie um, opening the episode with a musical number. I think it was funny. Good. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, some other musical stuff. What do uh, What do you think? Dish of the day, menthol cheese. I didn't catch until you uh, until you mentioned it that there was a vig. There was an angle at the end. Wow! Of course, beautiful. Well, you don't Rob, just write Rob a musical Rob. to write a musical. Slow who does that? <laughs> what? Who are you? Who are you? Stephen Sondheim. Ah, the guy who wrote ah, the, the the man who wrote the Ice Cream Did he just die? No, no, Stephen Sondheim did just ago. die, though. He Sondheim did. died yeah. recently. Rest in peace. Uh, and rest in peace, Louis Anderson. Uh, we got to stop taking breaks in between recording, what guys, because every time we take a break, a comedian dies. Baskets. Uh, well, um, now that we've done the, the celebrity death recap that we have to do every freaking <laughs> yeah. episode now. Pete Bogdanovich, Sidney Poitier. Um, yeah, no, I, I didn't like the setup at first, but then, you know, once I realized it was bookended, when on my 20th rewatch of this show, I was like, oh, he does write it for a reason. I, I, I like it. It was more. pretty good. Even before I knew the, the, um, even before I was reminded that there was a big, the, the instant jumping on what's your angle. Yeah. I feel like we do that a lot in our own personal lives. We yeah. can't just be all right. I can't just be a dish. There has to be an angle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I can't just be minty, minty cheese. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and it has to be changed every episode. It can't just you can't just exist. It's good for your breath or bad. All for right, your I breath. work for Craft. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Uh, um, I think it is funny, like the, the visually, just seeing Charlie, you know, burst through the door with a a pile of paper that probably has nonsense written on it. If there's even any, words. if there's any words, there's well, they show higher papers. Yeah, there's higher, yeah, it's hieroglyphics, <laughs> and then. Um, I just think, I don't know, it's a funny gag and he's singing. It's a good cold open. Uh, okay. I don't know. I just think the story uh, as it is, and this is probably where the hate for towards me is going to begin. But, um, I think the story just for this episode is just kind of dry. Like I, I hate you. I like the way things unfold. Um, and I, I, I enjoy some of the simplicity of it. Um, but it's it's i don't know mm. if we're thinking about like all the other stories we've seen so far like compared to those i don't know uh, I'll, I'll talk more about this later in the second half but uh decent setup mm. um i think it's 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 like a rube goldberg machine or like mousetrap like it just one little thing sets the rest of everything else in motion and it's just fun seeing like how it all you know falls together that first rehearsal is really good that first yeah. rehearsal where um they explain a lot of the things like the fact that Artemis translated the script uh, and, and seeing like how Mac and Dennis kind of squabble for parts when in reality, neither part is one that they really like 
should, should want to have. Um, I don't know. What'd you guys, what'd you guys think of that, that first, um, a little smash your face into little bits and pieces. So sing the damn song rehearsal. What'd you think of that? I like how he says gather round and they're the only people in the room. Yeah. <laughs> well, I yeah. Mean, I mean, you can, gather, you a can gather a small group. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like watching Charlie get up here. Yeah. 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 I was here. Now I'm here. <laughs> he's, he's kind of up there the entire episode. Charlie really is. Well, he's got a lot of riding on it. Yeah. yeah. Director Charlie is not someone you want to cross. He gets so upset as if, even if the musical was good, the waitress still isn't going to marry him. Like he didn't know that though. He didn't know that. I know, but that just makes everything he does in this episode just a little bit funnier for me. Like yeah. even in his hardest attempt and the best outcome possible, he's still not going to get his way. Yeah. I like how he, he just so flippantly does away with the, the audience and everyone when her answer is no. It's like, yeah, because well, yeah, he does it for her. So, yeah, I know. It's just like all that work for, yeah, I'm, I'm over it. Literally nothing. Literally nothing. Um, what a jump to the end. We didn't talk about all the musical numbers <laughs> along the way. Yeah, we're not even at the Tell musical boy. yet. Pretty we're, boy. Yeah, so uh, it, it, gets, it gets to opening night. We get an introduction to Gladys, who, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think she did pretty good on our uh, side characters uh, tier list. Uh, we, we have some love for Gladys, who uh, has... What is happening? Who asks what is happening, and um, I, I don't know. This is where it starts to lose me. Like when they get into the actual uh, musical um, story wise, but character wise, this is where it gets good. If, if that makes sense. Um, you know, we talk a lot on the show about like how it's always sunny to the gang, you know, their, their intentions. And that's with the whole musical in general, that's just showing what Charlie, like he's writing what he thinks is a, triumphant rock opera but in reality it's just uh, a shabby elementary school play with allegories to his childhood trauma mm-hmm. i wouldn't say allegories i'd say like direct direct analogies i, I don't know <laughs> I, I was telling donnie we were watching it earlier i had no idea that the the background set was painted to be charlie and frank's room with the German like Shepherd party, painting and everything, I I've, I I always noted German the German Shepherd, shepherd painting, but I that's it. That's the Easter egg. Yeah, <laughs> but that's Woo. what makes it their yeah. apartment. Like that, I said, I just didn't notice. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I was too focused on this. Like never maybe Stephen thought to yeah. get the background. You're just like, oh, like I, I noticed that. Play. I noticed the painting. He was too engrossed in the musical. It had yeah, him there on stage. Man. He was the boy. Uh oh, <laughs> I. I never noticed like the the couch and like the tables because people were standing in front of it. I guess. Well, you get, I don't just know. Look behind him, my dude. I did just, just, dude. I, just I, look to another part for, of the screen. For ninety percent of my, it's always sunny career. I didn't know that I had to do make it a homework project every time. You know, I didn't. I didn't know that we were working on uh, their podcast growing up. You think people just <laughs> just want to hear us? I, I don't know. I I just didn't notice that like the whole. It was like their apartment. What? Okay. For sure. I no, mean, I, yeah, looking at the background of a play within a show, I mean, I kind of feel you. Like, until yeah. I look more into the show, it's kind of just like, who cares where they're at? Like, it's just a dumb play that they wrote. So, like... Let's talk about, like, deeper details, though. Because, like, 
with a lot of these episodes that we've watched, um, I've realized they're a lot funnier than they are because the gang gets a lot of jokes in very quickly or subtly or quickly and subtly. Um, and this episode, I don't really see that, you know, I don't, I, there's nothing really going on in the background, in the side. All the jokes are very much, um, hard hitting and relentless, but just central and in your face. There's, there's no like layers to it. You, you know what I'm saying? It, it's not a tiramisu as much as it is a sheet cake. Both are delicious, but tiramisu has got those layers, you know? Yeah. Like an ogre. Yes. I'm the boss. <laughs> I'm, I'm the boss. The cake boss. <laughs> um, let I'm glad that's it. what you guys got from that. I'm glad that I'm glad that what you got from that is that I'm I'm Buddy the Cake Boss. I, I'm kind of curious about what you mean by it's it's not layered. Uh, so like the I don't know, Char- like yeah, like Charlie losing his shit. The whole tiny boy, baby boy song, like all of those are very abrasive, There's in no- your face jokes. Where in the past, um, like. It's, it's, not just, as, it's not as like read between the lines. Like I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of sure. I'm trying to think of a, a good example of this. But like the gang solves the North Korea situation, I guess is one where when I rewatched it, there's a lot of jokes that um, can go over your head if you're not paying 100 percent attention. Okay, yeah, I think that this episode, the Nightman Cometh, you can turn your brain off and enjoy. I and agree. I'm trying to hard to make that not sound like an insult, but after I said no. it out loud. No, is I, that why most of the country thinks this is the best episode? Are you saying most of the country is dumb? Because I agree. Yeah. No I just put that together. That's no why doubt. That's why everyone likes this, because it's, it's simple, simple and easy to understand. Also, and this is probably going to ostracize a lot of our <laughs> listeners, uh, let's talk about theater kids and their obsession <laughs> oh of this episode. They love oh it. And I say this as a former theater slash improv I'm not a theater kid, so, so like, I won't go I can't. there. Yeah, me too, a little bit. But... Uh, I don't know. It's, it's the same reason that like I don't know, Rick and Morty fans just kind of insufferable. It's just, I don't know. There's, there's a lot that rides on this episode that well, they, they take themselves too seriously, I guess, or they take the thing that they like, I know what you mean. It's like you, you kind of wish that they understood that. Or it's like people who are really into anime. It's like, you don't get a little bit, how it's a bit silly that you're too into this. Like, like I love Rick and Morty sessions and stuff yeah. at the same time. Yeah. I, d- I don't know, and I, Bro, I understand making please. a TV show your entire personality. We did this freaking podcast. Yeah. So, like, we really have no room to talk. Yeah. But, um... We have a room right now to talk. Turns actually. himself into a pickle, bro. Yeah. That's what we're here <laughs> yeah. for. But it's, um... I don't know. It just... It, it makes it hard to say this episode is as good as every fan says. Can I... Can I... Yeah. You're not I wrong, mean, I, I, I hate to knock it for being simple, though, because it really is like the characters are great. The story, it is simple, but it is a very good story, I think. It is funny. It made me laugh. Like, I agree. It's hard to say that it's like like a great episode because they probably didn't put like a bunch of like thought and effort and whatever into it. But like, I don't want to say it's not good because of that. Like, it is very simple. I 100% agree with that. Like, it's as mm-hmm. simple as these episodes get. Like, I think it's as simple as Always Sunny gets. There's one storyline them just being them there all the time. Mm-hmm. Like you said, there wasn't read between the line jokes. Yeah. So like it is insanely simple, mm-hmm. but I don't think that takes away from like how good it really is. Necessarily. Yeah, I agree. It's beautiful in its simplicity, but I, I don't want to like compare the fans of this show or this episode. I mean, to like what Rick and Morty fans did to that show mm-hmm. because Rick and Morty, like the super fans for that show kind of like, you know, they kind of like made it an annoying every now and then, but it's still a great show. 
But the difference between Rick and Morty fans and It's Always Sunny fans is that It's Always Sunny wasn't a popular show for like the longest time. And the whole the whole show kind of relied on the fans' loyalty for it. Mm-hmm. Until legitimately, I, I'm I didn't know that anyone else knew of this show except like me and my friends until like seven years ago. Legit. Yeah. I, I was like, I thought it was a niche thing that only I was into. Yeah. But Rick and Morty, that's like so big. So I, I don't want to make that comparison too much. I think that the fans for this episode. I didn't mean to take it to that okay, comparison. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I, I just, <laughs> yeah, I I just went with the first like off yeah, the cuff right. one I could like think uh, of. But like, um, I just think that I get what you're saying. Yeah. I get what you're saying. I, I didn't mean to like start outright comparing the two. Uh, they're both good in their own ways. They're both bad in their own ways. It's, it is what it is. Um, but I, I totally get, I, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I'm excited for this, this second half of the, the podcast um, and, and to see like what we can come up with. Cause uh, I won't, I won't give away the, the IMDB score obviously right now, but I will say this episode has easily double the votes uh, as far as ratings go for any than any other it's always sunny in philadelphia episode so do that information as you will but i think that says something like this ep- this episode came out a long time ago so the fact that fans watch it today and feel compelled to talk about how much they love it i think that that does make it a special episode oh yeah this is a fan favorite for sure i'm not saying it's the best so, so was spoiler fever. alert i'm not gonna tell you no, Gum Fever 2 is the one that everyone thinks of. That's the one that yeah. has anyways I start blasting. Yeah. I digress. Uh, I'm not going to, spoiler, I'm not going to start giving it 10 out of 10, but we'll see what's in the second half of uh, of this. Um, yeah. What what other, are there, are there any other connections you guys you guys made re-watching this, this supposed classic? Any? Uh can we just go back to the play that you mentioned? And is there any relevance? Because I have no idea what that is. Is there any relevancy to what happened in this show to that play? Or is it just like the loosest connection possible? Uh, it's just like a plot connection is that people basically point out is um is all there really is. Oh, okay. I don't think there's any like name connections or anything like that. No, oh, it's but it's not as like the what like the last episode they did or not in the, not the last anymore when the arcade. Waiting like how for it was Big like Mo. yeah, like how it was like very similar to that. Like was it like no. even that, oh it's not no. even close waiting to that. for Big Mo was like a direct pan. Yeah, 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 okay. Yes. It's nothing like that. The, okay. I, the Nightman Cometh and the Iceman Cometh just seems like a, a it's like a play on a words nod. almost. Yeah, yeah. Like okay. yeah. Okay. I think that the title the the Iceman Cometh is a famous like title. Right. Like, I don't know. So it's not worth me going to watch the play and comparing the two necessarily. I wouldn't say that. I'm sure I haven't <laughs> seen it, but I'm sure it's wonder I'm sure it's really good. It's by Eugene O'Neill. He has a whole theater named after him in New mm. York. So Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's you know, shout out worth it. Shout out Eugene. Shout out Eugene. start calling. You. I just remember um, who's that? A comedian, Colin. Oh shit! Oh fuck! You used Colin. to do shows there. SNL guy. Colin Jost. No. The Are you old talking SNL about guy. the? Are uh, you talking about the whose line is it anyway? Guy or is that a different dude? Call mockery? mockery. No. Oh, I like that dude though. He's Wayne funny. Brady, final answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you know who Call Mockery is, but you don't know who Meryl Streep or yep. Ty Pennington yep. are. I watched so much the fucking. Don't matter. Whose line is it anyway? Growing up, bro, you have no idea. Oh my god. I watched that in Scooby Doo. This show, this, this podcast is kind of like a bad whose line skit you know the points don't matter <laughs> we're just kind of here in purgatory drew carries here Colin for some Quinn reason used to do shows at the eugene o'neill 
Theater. Mm. Okay, he thank you. Just yeah, made I don't that know. name up. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. No, he's nobody's no. heard of him. No, he's so I'm famous. <laughs> Um, they did an actual musical, an actual touring musical. Did you guys know that they did a nine city tour of the Nightman Cometh? Yeah, uh, the cast themselves. The cast yes. themselves in huh. two thousand nine. That's the worst yeah. thing I've heard. That is the worst thing yes. I've heard. No, I, you want to hear That's the worst terrible. thing? You'll hear. They're doing. A, they're doing a Letter Kenny show. Like a live show. I had tickets to that before the pandemic. I had tickets to that <laughs> for April twenty twenty, and I'm pissed. I didn't. Bro, please. Bro, he turns himself into a pickle. <laughs> Letterkenny's funnier than Rick and Morty. I'll die on that hill. I don't care about most anything. jokes per second than per any, any other show. Any other show? Oh, this isn't a Letterkenny thing. No, though, let's do Letterkenny podcast. Oh god, no, we don't no, got no, time. No, we don't got time. We don't. We, don't we can barely do this one. Yeah. yeah. What do we? What are, everyone's listening is like, please don't do another three month hiatus. Yeah. Please. Actually, we quit right now. Actually, we took a three-month hiatus, and the, the gang, the guys, actually started doing their own Sunny podcast. So maybe if we take another hiatus, they'll find another way to give us more Sunny content. The only other show I would actually want to do a podcast on, now that I've watched it a bunch, is fucking Trailer Park Boys. I've never but I don't seen think that. there's much to actually talk about. I think it's just that funny. To, it'd be funny I've never to seen about. it. Do you want to do a really? show? Yeah, where you have you to watch do that it? in like half seasons. Yeah, like you can't talk about episode by episode for sure. You'd have to just like talk about it but like i don't know that's like to me one of the like if you like letter kenny you'll love trailer park boys like well, that's what I, people compare it to. The, i don't i haven't seen letter kenny that much but i like, thought it was the canadian people compare it to. they're both canadian no but i thought that i thought that like people described you guys described the trailer park boys as like canadian it's always sunny kind of i mean they I, if it's like a venn diagram to fuck off <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's like a venn diagram of fans i feel like sunny and trailer park boys like there's like a lot of people in that in between there uh yeah no they did they did a live tour i'm sorry that that's the worst thing you've ever heard of i don't know i think it'd be fun that's to cool. see them all live yeah maybe not fun to see them live but not not in that context it depends how much they switched up the play it's a full play it was apparently like a, a full show right so maybe the they added some hour, humor the play and... was like an hour and a half as opposed to the one we saw on the television which was like 12 minutes yeah mm. So it's the back half of the episode. Yeah, but did they like really minutes. add that much more or did they just take this story and drag it out for an hour and a half? Yeah, uh, I think like well, if they yeah. added that much more and like made it like more funny or more what's like, canon. There's more, added whatever, moments. Than, there's added moments, added scenes, added songs and extended versions of. So I'm sure it was probably Dino. cool. Is it canon? Yeah, it's it was <laughs> it, can? it was them. Okay. Yeah. This isn't like some someone on a forum going, "Oh, did you guys know that uh, Pepe Silvia is actually Charlie mis mispronouncing uh, Pennsylvania?" This is legit. This is real. This is real life, boy. Oh, I don't know. We had a call in from a fan. Yeah, um, yeah. We're gonna do fan call-ins now. Actually, they're gonna call in and just berate us on our opinions. Tim from Michigan. Tim, Tim from Michigan. My Tim God. from Michigan is like really pissed at us right now. Like, what do you mean this isn't the best episode? Fuck you guys. All righty. Well, when we come back, we're gonna maybe talk about Eugene O'Neill some more. We're gonna go into his his story and his give you a full breakdown of the history of playwright Eugene O'Neill. Really riveting stuff. I'm just kidding. We're gonna put our arguments on a scale one to ten and see where this episode lands on the list of lists and find out just how much fans actually uh, enjoy this episode. When we come back, after this intermission, you may go to the lobby now.
Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Get some soda and shit. Buy ourselves some snacks. (laughs) Get some soda and shit. I like that one more. That was awesome. That was our built-in intermission. I like that. (laughs) Welcome back to the podcast, Golden Gods and Goddesses. Welcome back to our breakdown, our review of the season four finale of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, The Nightman Cometh. What a lot of fans, most fans probably, believe to be the best episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. But what do we think of it? So far, we've talked about the things we like, the things we don't like, maybe some out-of-episode elements that keep us from fully enjoying this uh, this episode. But uh, all that aside, we're going to break down our argument now. We're going to put it on a scale of 1 to 10. But before we do that, one more time, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at Pod. And hit subscribe wherever you're listening. Get notified when new episodes come out. We appreciate you guys listening in. Uh, every other week we've been releasing these. So hit subscribe, get notified, and we will be uh, hitting your earbuds every other week. Let's get into this. The five categories that we got are story, characters, quotes, overall humor, and the wild card spot. Uh, we can give up to 10 points for each one. You could give no points for each one if you want to go that way. Lord knows we've seen it before. Listen to our review of Gun Fever that we alluded to earlier in the episode. Or all of season Still one from the cold. dish. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yo! All of season one uh, received many, many a zero from Minty Cheese. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so go back, listen to that maybe. But, of course, not before listening to the back half of this episode review which starts with the story that i said i was not fond of but i want to hear your guys's some more of your arguments i know we kind of heard from donnie and a little bit from from adam and uh minty cheese but uh try to convince me i guess (laughs) try and convince me to go to that 10 out of 10 uh i'm not going to convince you to go to a 10 but i do think it's a very very strong eight Again, I, I love the a strong eight. Yeah. We'll take a soft five. <laughs> a soft it's beautiful. Five. <laughs> it's beautiful in its simplicity and it wraps around. I will say that um, the first time I watched it, I didn't know about the marriage thing. And I thought that that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess. You know, I wasn't I wasn't doing like I told you guys we should try to do, which is, you know, watch it with the the first view appreciation as well as the 50th view appreciation. Never really considered that the whole he does have a point to it. I don't know. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I was about to give this a 5 out of 10 for the story. So it feels really low. I'll make up for it later. So don't turn us off just yet, you guys. But uh, I think I don't know. I don't know. I think it's pretty cool how they managed to fit an entire play, its own story, within the larger episode and make it work comedically and actually make a good episode out of it. So I think for that, <clears throat> um, I, I gave it a pretty high score f- for um, for story. But I, I don't know. I, I still... I, I don't know if it's a consequence of me watching, like, Christopher... Um, guest movies but i just like seeing like the behind the scenes shit of how things are made 
like like a mighty wind. I don't know. And watching like everyone completely lose it. Okay. And um, it does kind of have the Christopher Guest vibes when they're doing like the rehearsals yes. and they're just the the bickering and the the over each other and no one Yo, knows Donnie, what's being cut. You got any like. idea exactly. what the fuck these two are talking about? <laughs> nope. All right, for you uncultured <laughs> swine out there, Christopher Guest is a director and actor whose whose movies are all improv. Yeah, essentially. and they they feature um, Fred Willard and, Rest and in peace. Jane Lynch, mm. and um, his newest one, Mascots, had Brad Williams in it. And um, oh. is that the is that the uh, uh, little guy? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, um, I saw mascots. I thought that was pretty funny. So mascots is all like that. Like all that was improvised. All his waiting for Guffman spinal is, tap. is my favorite one. Yeah, Spinal Tap, which is I still haven't seen. It's it's it's, it's a good movie. Yeah, I've seen all yeah, Christopher really Guests funny. except Spinal Tap for some reason. Go but uh, th- so like these movies kind of have these vibes where like I don't know, it's like a good like these people. Don't, it, it's it, good banter. It's it's funny. People are just naturally funny. It's funny, but it's also characters who just aren't self aware. Yeah, of themselves, and yeah. they're either caricatures of, of themselves or just assholes. Yes. Yes, they take themselves like too seriously or not seriously. But enough. that's not even why I like the story. I just like how it's it's simple. There's like a, a little kernel, and then they just let it kind of like branch out and become whatever it is. Like like I said, like a, like a Rube Goldberg machine or like a balloon. And yet it's concise I, because it's bookended. Yes, exactly. And I think there's quality to that. <sighs> All right, seven, seven out of ten. What'd you guys give it? Eight. Nine. I gave I gave it a nine as well. Okay. It I'll still f- take the lower end of it, but I'll, I'll yeah. go seven. Yeah, Cool. All right. So it sounds like we're averaging out eight and a half on the story. But what do we think of the characters? Because we start. Ten. We kind of start yeah. to go into ten. it there. Yeah. Uh, There's no wiggle room, dude. Yeah, it's a really ten. I'm at a nine. No, I'm at a nine. Why? Why are you at a nine? I'm at a nine. Why are you at a nine? Wow. Yeah, you tell us why and how you're at a nine. It's all peak the, Charlie, all, their all of their peaks. Yeah, they all peak. They're not. It's oh not all their peaks. Are you it's hard not. right now? I'm gonna it's... slap your face off your face. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. A, I'm at. A, I'm here right now. Like I'm here right now. I don't yeah, know. Charlie going See, over the. I top. don't want to go to a ten now because I don't want you guys to have bullied me <laughs> into giving my score. I want. I want you to convince me. I want you to convince me. I want you to just right. throw. Okay. All right. Charlie all right. top. Everyone good. Are you hard? Like, I want you just yelling stuff. I mean, give me, give me everyone, facts. Everyone, give me data. Every single character changed their role. They couldn't just be the role that Charlie wanted them to be. Everyone took it to a selfish angle. Um, <laughs> Frank was literally a troll. He, he could not be more Frank. He was a literal troll. While uh, he's walking to the bed. Yeah, Mac with the, with the showing off the karate and the cat eyes. And he, getting mad when people are laughing at him, even though... Technically, he's having a good performance. He should like it, but he's not getting the response he wants, so he's getting all mad. Charlie up to here over and over again, the side characters. Um, Huge character development in a lot of profound ways. Yeah. When you really think about it, and it's a comedy show, but like this is a, it's kind of wild what's going on in this episode. <sighs> Fuck. All right. You know what? Fine. 10 out of 10. All of us agree. 10 out of 10, reason oh, will prevail. Reason will prevail. We haven't, we haven't done that in a while, but reason will I mean, prevail. Mac is doing karate, and he doesn't realize that it's silly and stupid, that he's a grown man. 
carotting himself across the stage. Don't talk after the close, Adam. <laughs> okay, yeah, sorry. All right, sorry. fine. Fuck sorry. you back down to a nine, nine and a half. Nine, nine and a half. Nine point seven for that remark. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Every second you Why talk, I'm nerd? taking down one tenth of a point. All right, good. Okay, so. <laughs> dead air. Uh, dead air. The one time it's okay. All right. Um, wow. So, so far, it sounds like we agree with a lot of the fans so far. I don't know. Let's let's keep it going. Let's go into the quotes. How Ten. quote heavy is this episode? Ten. Ten. Are we counting songs? I could maybe I go say, to a ten. I say, aha, every, every day of my life. Yeah, Dayman. Dayman. I haven't taken a day. It, it gets stuck in the head. Uh-huh. It gets stuck in the head. I'll give you that. Every time I get like a like a a, a, a Mr. Krabs like swirl meme, you know when he's like swirling out and that you know that meme, Mr. Krabs is like what? I oh yeah no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and every time like meme. every time I have that, <laughs> every time I'm like what is going on? And like my head's spinning. I say what is happening? What is happening? What is, what is happening? happening? But that's just a good general quote for this episode. Yeah. There's literally or, like a 20 minute supercut of it. Uh, every time. I'm going to slap your face off of your face. Uh, yeah. I, I, everything Charlie says in this episode. Come on, man. Yeah, and then is D. this one of your walking places? Yeah, She's walking home. Is this one of your walking places? I dropped a hundred dollar bill under there. <laughs> 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 he wants me to bang this baby. Every time he mentions that, that's funny. Oh, it's a metaphor. Yeah, I'm not sure you even know what that means. Boy's soul. I mean, yeah, that whole that's like what line. I'm saying. Are we counting? Are we counting songs? Because I'm gonna give two different scores depending mm. on whether or not I we know count scores. Okay. Um, or, what's uh, your lyrical the, the, score? The songs. Whoa, 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 what's your art score? <laughs> what? My art score? Art. No, I, I can't tell you what's that. Your art, like, I can't. What's your lyric score? I can't tell you what's that. Your, what's your theater score, Mr. Theater Kid? What, what, what's what, 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 Roger Ebert? What, 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 the two old guys from the Muppets. Come on, what's your fucking... <laughs> I'm not going to tell you because I don't want you guys... I, I just want you to, to, to give me a reason why we should or shouldn't count the, the, the songs. I personally think what they're saying is a quote how they deliver it could definitely be humor. But I mean, like, I think it's the lyrics that's funnier than them just singing. Like they could sing a normal song. It's not funny because of how they're singing it. It's funny because of what they're singing. I would say, okay, I would call that quotes. Okay. I mean, I could see it going either way. I don't know. So Frank isn't really singing. He's like chanting. He doesn't really (laughs) sing or dance during this fucking jazz number. Wait, that goes to humor. (laughs) Um, um, Here's a good quote. Uh, not really, but like more delivery, I guess. But like Frank's like, "What? What the hell is that?" And then Dennis is like, "You know what it is, bitch." <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's a good, it's line. good meme. Yeah, that's a know. funny meme. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, you know what? Okay, fine. I'll give it an eight and a half. Eight and a half out that's of ten. So low. And let's count the songs because I didn't I think it was song or no song. Th- <laughs> There's another. Okay, fine. You're gonna sing that whole fucking thing with D. You gonna sing? You gonna sing? I'm gonna give you the choice. Song. Oh, yeah, what's, what's, song? On the, what's on the back there? Nothing. Oh yeah, then that's what you'll be singing. <laughs> and for uh, Dennis, I'm eating some very uncomfortable. That's like not like super funny, but like that's insanely relatable. Oh. I think like that was just like a very real moment. 
I'm gonna be honest. I do. I do consider all of the Dayman song a quote. Like I sing that all the time. Mm. Like this is. I mean, look. This isn't the origin of that either. But I do remember. You know, we gave what well, Sweet D's dating a retarded person. That's when that origin of that song came from. We loved it there too for the quote reason, right? Not just for. Yeah. I don't know, but I guess if we give it points then I yeah, okay. If you I, quote I give it, it an eight and a half. What are you trying to convince me back? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just here. I don't even give my score yet. So I, What did you give it? I, I gave it an eight. Yeah, I pretty pretty high quality and high quantity quotes. Not my favorite quotes though yet. But I mean there's been episodes where I've had to pause the episode to literally catch up on writing down the quotes. Yes. I don't think it was quite there, so I agree, but I did give it a nine. I yeah. think there was a lot. I don't know. I, I don't blame the I eight like and eight, eight and a half. Still, I'll, just go, I'll just go eight because I was going to give it six and a half if we were including just the quotes. I'll just, I'll just stick with an eight. I don't know. I feel like that's been pretty generous considering what I've said about this episode so far. And um, also, what you just said convinced me to go to go backwards. I just oh, want, I just want oh, to spite man. you, Adam. Can we just rewind? Well, no, I mean, we'll just edit that part out and pretend it didn't happen. You'd be agreeing with me, I guess, wouldn't and, you? And for the record, dish of the day, uh, if 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 we're the two old guys from the Muppets, I'm for sure Waldorf, and you're for sure Statler. If, if I just I want to get this, names. did you look up those names? No, I'm just I, I don't fucking know love the names. Muppets, man. Leave me alone. I just <laughs> wanted to 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 get that out in the air. And and Adam is Fozzie because Waka Waka, uh, Waka Waka and and Donnie, obviously Miss Piggy. Oh, okay, oh, yeah. cool. I was like, I don't really know the Muppets, but hey, let's get it. I guess I could have said Kermit. I'm Kermit the oh, Frog. Yeah. Hey, old Kermit the Frog. Charty, I don't mind. Today's letter of the day is. He doesn't do the letter of the day. That's Elmo. <laughs> God damn it! You know what? Seven, Adam. Seven. Jesus. Seven, six. Okay, okay, just be okay. Just because you're afraid of puppets, you don't need to let everyone else know that. <laughs> Oscar wasn't nice to him growing up. Dude, what happens when they're moving when there's no one in the room? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Overall humor. What do we give Nine. it? Yeah, I gave it a 10. 10. 10. What? Ten. I mean, I, I feel like there could have been more yelling across the board. I'm going with an eight. I'm not going to spoil anything for you guys, but in some of the Ireland episodes, there's a lot of yelling across the board, and I lost my fucking mind. <laughs> I I went hysterical. I went crazy from how funny it was. I'm I'm giving it an eight. Here's here's why. Um, there is a lot of classic Sunny stuff. Like to bring up season fifteen, a lot. There's a lot of stuff that they are still doing in season 15. That is very evident here in this episode um, and other episodes we watched. That's like, it's just consistent across the whole show. Having said that this episode has not its moments. It doesn't, it doesn't like have its moments. It has very many moments. It's, it's a lot, but for something to be 10 out of 10 on the overall humor, I need to, like literally be laughing basically the entire time. But that's the thing. It goes back to like, but you're not going to laugh as hard as you did the first time. That, you I know, mean, that, that, you point never aside, that point aside, I, yeah, you I would laugh more. Yeah. yeah. Like Disha, they said right there. I would, I would argue my appreciation for the episode grew a, a lot. And for whatever reason, the second time I watched as it, as you for matured, this, 
with the show as the show matured you. Some of the not not all the jokes kept me uh, held held water over the years. Not it, as many stood out to me. It was a slow ride to get to like the big laughs. In, this episode, I will concede that I wasn't laughing. In defense, at, yeah. In defense of the nightman cometh, I will say that for me, their uh, lambasting of musicals in general did fall um, a few points into my humor category. Did set up a few points in my humor category, I should say. Random musical that has a fucking jazz number. One of the songs is a fucking jazz. They're snapping. <laughs> Why? Uh, <laughs> pay the troll troll. Stupid. Um. Uh. Yeah. Con- confound your toll troll. Um, what? The whole toll troll thing is is a classic Sunny quote. There's a lot of classic Sunny, so I can't really give it less than an eight because it's still a very it, it it's a legendary episode, without a doubt. So I don't know. In that respect, maybe I should give it give it a nine. I don't know. My score's been everywhere on this episode. Well, uh, should, you should give it a nine. I Let's mean, explain why we gave it our ten. Because <laughs> I mean, I personally laughed basically the entire time. Um, there was definitely a couple laughs where, again, I'm just dying laughing. And then, like, there's a couple jokes that you miss the first even seven, eight times. Mm-hmm. Where, like, when Mac is becoming Dennis, <laughs> if you want to yeah. call it that, mm-hmm. literally, you hear Dennis whisper, "Like, are you hard?" Yeah. And, like the first <laughs> ten hard? times I watched that, whatever, like I didn't hear that. So, like, even just the small jokes like that. I think it really did keep me laughing the whole time. And as much as I don't want to do this, I just have to compare it to every episode I've seen so far. And I just, I realistically think this one is the funniest I've seen so far. Yeah. It's there. It's also like the cast's blatant misunderstanding of Charlie and his directions. Cause like, you know, Charlie's like, don't say it like that. Don't say it like that. And then a second later, Frank says it this same way. He's always been saying it. And Donnie, I mean, we were watching together. Donnie and I laughed. We were like, that's so fucking funny. It was, we were laughing the hardest there. You just immediately, I, yeah. And it's just like. Goes back on. And it's just like the amount of like disrespect they have for each other. Um, they if can't I even tried get to watch together for Charlie. These, these, these air thrusts every time kill me. <laughs> oh, yeah, when they're <laughs> that doing was the song. Every time, oh, yeah. They both do those thrusts. Okay, okay. It's just funny. Yeah, um. I just, I don't think, like, if I realistically tried to sit down and watch this episode without laughing by myself, whatever, just in a, the most boring situation ever, like, I don't think I'd be able to not laugh. They're wearing, yeah, exactly. They're wearing, like, outlandish outfits. They're trying to be really serious. Like, like there are some really episodes cut, that I know. Cut the, don't cut the armpit. Yeah. The costume is very expensive. Yeah, and Donnie had to explain to me, like, because the entire time that D was, like, like, singing Dayman, and she's like, she hasn't. She's been like, she is, she's like afraid of the sun every time. Donnie had to explain to me, yeah, she can't lift her arms. And I was, oh, and, and I, I was laughing okay. so hard. That kind of, I, that defeats, <laughs> that, that, that contradicts that point I was saying earlier where it's like, if you pay attention, there's more jokes. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's not true. Maybe this episode has that. It, it really does. Cause there's so much going on. Uh, Gladys, is that, that her name? She's funny too. I don't know. I'm just... I'm she, gonna I'm gonna keep it. I met Calvin Coolidge. At eight. Someone, <laughs> I was Calvin I was Coolidge. friends with. <laughs> you know what? For Gladys Nine, fine, whatever. Like, you told me that ten times today, Gladys. I'm like I'm having a mental breakdown on this one, you guys. I'm like <laughs> I'm not having a good time. This is 
This has been hell. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Fine. Nine out of ten. Screw you guys. We're all at nines and tens. Is that is that fair? I mean, I don't care if it's fair. I think that's accurate. Accurate. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, <clears throat> it's whatever you guys want to be. There's no. There's the, the points don't mean. I want it to be a ten. I gave it a ten. Okay. <laughs> and that's your prerogative. It is. Your wrong prerogative, but it's your prerogative. <laughs> Get your COVID under check. Jesus. I get tested all the time. We're chilling. Okay, okay. You don't need to show off. Tested positive every single time without (laughs) fail. Steady staying positive. Batting 100. (laughs) A thousand. (laughs) thousand. A hundred would be one for ten. Oh, that's bad. (laughs) Ten for ten. Ten for ten. ten that thousand. is what I bat, so you know. <laughs> no, I'm yeah, just stating my diss. batting record. Yeah, that was a like that's not, you know how often I stand out on the fucking the the was it the octagon? <laughs> the diamond. Yo, yeah. Um, <laughs> the rhombus. Because the I have a platform, uh Barry Bonds never did steroids. We put that out there. <laughs> you take that Oh, back. that's actually extremely relevant. He didn't get into the Hall of Fame today. Yeah, I really. Saw that. Yeah, yeah, David Ortiz did, yeah. Big Poppy. Yep. Damn. Well, he's great. Yeah, and it was the first year he qualified. But anyways, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that on our baseball that, that, podcast. That's a Yankees fan saying that Big Poppy's rest in peace, Dab Sports. <laughs> R.I.P. Donnie's little little side project. Did David times. Ortiz just get shot? He did what? get shot. That's it wasn't a, recently, but he did yeah, get shot. For the I mean, pandemic. it was fairly recent, yeah. but yeah, he what? got shot in the Dominican, I think. Yeah, he's, he's, fine, he's wild. He's yeah. shot by Mark Wahlberg. Did he shoot him too? <laughs> no, because. We're saying the, the baby other shot guys. Barry shot David Ortiz. Yeah, he shot Derek Jeter. Yeah, I, I let got it the be joke. known. Yeah, Mark yeah. Wahlberg yeah. shot Derek Jeter and David Ortiz. Yes, this is true. Facts. Hundred percent. Baby facts. shoot. No one. That's Alec Baldwin. You're thinking of. <laughs> A lot of shootings going on here. What is this? What kind of country do we live in here? America. America. In America, we like to keep it wild. Oh yeah. Card. Oh, we did do all the others. I thought we missed one. Did There's, we miss one? No, no, we didn't. I thought we did. No, you're right. Well, let's get we it. Not. Well, here's, all right. Yeah, I'll go first. Yeah, go for it. Uh, I gave it a ten out of ten for. Uh, it probably should have been a twelve, but I cap it at the ten for the amount of times they said songs or song in that little altercation of the song or no song. It got up to like eleven or twelve, but I capped it at ten. Weak sauce. Dish? I gave it uh, ten strong musky power tr- of true loves out of ten. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I I, I gave it a, a ten at, uh, as well. Ten toll trolls out of ten. Troll, troll tolls. You guys troll tolls. are really gonna put me in this position right now. <laughs> Here's the thing: I gave way more points than I totally anticipated to in this episode yeah, of you. Yeah, so so I'm completely Just justified in telling you guys to go and take a five. Out of 10. I'm giving it 5 out of 10 for the wild card. Uh, it fits into the episode. Kiss my ass. Present I don't, it. I don't. Present it. I'm not. I don't, I don't got to justify anything to anyone. 5 out of 10. I'm not doing your guys' little 10 out of 10 game. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not buying what everyone's selling. This isn't the best episode. It's not going on our number one, one spot. One Maybe it is. Us. I don't know yet. I haven't done the math. Conform, dude. Conform. <sighs> My heart's racing. I feel like I just gave an impassioned speech. Yeah, you did. Instead, so I just sent hate barrage at you guys. And COVID particles. Mm. Sweet, God. sweet COVID particles. 
Yo, Donnie, are you going to move into a beautiful house with a jacuzzi? You're going to invite me over. We're going to go hot tub and mm, baby. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to be able to afford a hot tub, but God, <laughs> when I get one, maybe yeah, absolutely. But we can boil water okay. and throw we it can, in the I hot do have tub. A tub. The bath. We <laughs> can put one of those redneck stand-up ones. <laughs> Just literally boil water <laughs> in those inflatable pools. <laughs> You guys ever been in a like a stand up like hot tub like that? They're not bad. No, no, they're not bad. Above a ground, stand up hot above, tub because it's above ground. I I yeah, want like one, one of, the, of those one of the old ones people you can, tubs. Like, buy. Yeah, you just buy the hot tub. Mm. They like they put it in between the um like life insurance commercials and whatnot and like the other stuff that's on. Uh, Are you tired of being cold all the time because your blood doesn't circulate? I'm sorry. Why? I'm so old. I'm frail. Oh, you there? It'll only cost your social security check. <laughs> oh, Every okay. month for the rest of your life. I don't need my social security. I think of the life alert commercials whenever I think of old people commercials. Help, I've fallen and I can't get Help, up. I've fallen and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Help, I've fallen. Let me die here. Oh, I got, I got the Help Beatles version no of this. Every time I hit it, it just sings alert. Help by the Beatles. Help. I need somebody. <laughs> help. We can't afford the rights. We can't afford the it rights. We can't go further. We were, we were singing too well, huh? Song. All right, guys. We can't call anybody. It just sings the song. <laughs> We've done some other musical stuff. We've uh, paid the toll troll. We've confided the lousy troll toll. And we have put together our scores to go onto the list of lists. And I think you guys know what direction this is heading. If you've been paying attention at all this episode, you probably know where this is about to go. But first we're going to start out with IMDb and you guys again, probably know where this is going. 9.6. 9.5. What was yours dish of the day? 9.9. 9.7 out of 10 with Damn. over 6,000 votes. Over 6,000 people have weighed in on this episode and have given it one of the highest ratings in TV history. This is one of the highest rated episodes on IMDb of all of television. 9.7 out of 10, over 6,000 votes. What did we this think of this episode? This episode got the show to take off. I mean, maybe you could argue that. You could argue that a lot of a lot of the reviews basically uh, claim that that this is when the show truly begins. Uh, what did we think of this this episode, you guys? Let's start it out uh, with the dish of the day. Our friend across the pond, Minty or cheese. wherever you are, minty cheese. What do you think of the mm, nightman cometh? I gave it a nine point six. Nine point six. Uh, that sets it obviously at the top. There is oh. Only one other one that beats this episode. This is uh, not your top episode, but your second to the top. Uh, you you gave a ten out of ten to Dennis. Looks like a registered sex offender. Do you agree with that? Is is that episode funnier than this? See you soon, son. See you real soon. I think that's all we need to know, Adam. What'd you think of this episode? Uh, I gave it a beautiful nine point four out of ten. Brandy. 9.4 out of 10 also sets this episode at number two for you as well. Still at the top, but uh, just barely out of reach. Your number one is Sweet D as a Heart Attack. Agree, disagree, another season four favorite. 
that's a classic episode. You classic. agree? Oh yeah. Above this. Alrighty. I don't know. It sounded like you guys really wanted this to be on your top. Uh, Donnie. I, I'd say number two is top, but yeah. Yeah, it's pretty close. I gave it a 9.4 as well. Another 9.4 puts this at your number one, Donnie. This is right above the gang solves the gas crisis. Is that fair? Oh, absolutely. That's fair. All right, guys. I gave this episode not a nine, not an eight. I gave this episode a 7.8. The fuck is wrong with you? I think that, five out of ten. That, that wild card really shot it in the foot, but one of us has to be the anchor here. I feel like seven out of seven point eight isn't bad. This episode is still in my top ten. This episode is tied up with Mac and Charlie Die Part One, which I think is pretty um pretty accurate. Tangie. Tangerine the podcast dog is is here with us for the first time in a long time, so I'm wrangling her up. But uh yeah, seven point eight out of ten. Lost 10. her in the divorce. <laughs> I don't like it to see her on week every other weekend. Uh <laughs> all together, total it up. Our average score for this episode is well above what is currently at the top. Currently at the top, we have Sweet Diaz, a heart attack with 8.5. And the new top is The Nightman Cometh with a 9.1. That is season four, episode 13, the finale of season four. The Nightman Cometh taking the new top spot of the list of lists. What do you guys think? Well-deserved? I'm glad you didn't fuck us. Yeah, I don't think I could have if I tried. Glad. I, I'm glad it stayed above the nines. Yeah. If you brought us below a nine, we'd be fighting and we'd be adjusting your scores right now yeah, to make like, sure we, we had a nine you overall. Just, you just my score? You yeah. coming to my house we and just my? <laughs> no, here's the thing, bud. Have the balls to give a 10 out of 10. How about that? And then I had, to, I had to be realistic, but you, you have some room to uh, give some points if necessary. But I, get, I a got a 9.1. I think 9.1. Yeah, I think is very, very well deserved. It's not. It's so funny how wrong you guys are. I don't know. You're just going to pretend like the Sweet Day has a heart attack or like like uh, the uh, the gang goes on welfare. You, Dennis and Deagle on welfare. You, you're going to act like these episodes don't exist? Whatever. This is much funnier than Dennis and Deagle on welfare. I'm contractually oh, yeah. obliged to not talk about Sweet D has a heart attack until our finale. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Which you can listen to when you hit subscribe and get notified when our season four finale comes out. I don't know. This is it, you guys. Any other piece you want to you wanna give on this episode? Anything you want to leave listeners, fellow fans of Sonny? You, you got to pay the toll troll. Man, boy, it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. All right. Well, hit subscribe. Get notified because we got one more episode where we're talking about season four and then we're putting the season to bed and taking down season five of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. We got maybe some other nine ranked episodes. I don't know. Did it just peak? You're going to have to subscribe and find out. You're going to have to hear what we think about the episodes in season four that a couple of our hosts have missed. And uh, then hear what we have to say about season five. We got some more fun stuff coming up for you guys in season five. Some jabroni talks, uh, some other good things. Uh, Going to hopefully get back on our merch game, maybe. Uh, maybe do some giveaways. Who knows? Uh, it'll be a good time. All that coming up on uh, season five. Or Well, first we'll do season four finale. And we'll talk to you guys real soon. The Nightman Cometh, number one. Ah. What is happening? I feel like we should we should all um let out let out one aha ha but before we go. So take a bow. The the spirit of the night man, the spirit of the day man is with us. 
Both of them. They can both fight it out. All right. One, two. Well, wait, wait, huh? you, you know how you prelude it, right? Mm-hmm. You start. Day man. Uh, uh, fighter of the night man. Uh, uh, champion of the sun. Uh, uh, he's a master of karate and friendship for everyone. For who, Donnie? Everyone. Thank you. Bye, Good night. Everyone. Will you marry me? Will you come on stage and join?